Yes. Ready. Ready. Ready, ready. <laughs> let's rock, let's rock, let's rock today. Okay, no. I already told you, no more songs. That's a different that's podcast. Not, that's not a song. It's, it's from uh, School of Rock. It's when Jack Black is teaching the, the girl to play bass, and he does like the fingers, and he goes, let's rock, let's rock, let's rock today. I don't remember that. I liked that movie, though. Yeah. I think it was, it was either the girl or the... I can't whoever played the bass. But anyways, that's like one of my favorite lines because he's awesome in that movie. That is a good movie. It is a that's great movie. That's not what we're movie. here for. No. Not, no, it's not. We're here to talk about video games. Hello, oh, is that Joshua. what we're here for? Yes. Yes, this is what the Pretty Okay Gamers oh, podcast. Yeah. Right. Pretty okay. Talk, pretty okay. So, uh... How's it been? It's since been. Since we last spoke. It's been. It's been. How about you? Nothing too crazy. Oh, you know. Um, I I finally uh, wrote up, wrote up? I finally created that list that I was talking about of the games I wanted to play this year. Um, I'd like to share that with you. So come on, let's take a journey. Come oh my on. God. <laughs> Just kidding. I, uh, I, <laughs> not to talk about movies again, but I tried watching the... Um, the shoot uh gosh the neighbor the one with tom hanks playing um wow i'm blanking and this is great mr rogers the movie where Mm -hmm. okay and the first part of the movie is very confusing and weird uh and i i aaron and i like really were excited to see this movie and then we started watching it and it just didn't make sense for like the first 15 20 minutes so we stopped which is a shame because i'm huge i was really looking forward to but anyways i just for some reason like to let's go on a journey kind of like that whole talk that whole way of introducing a topic but anyways now that i've completely butchered this oh yeah um, i mean it's uh, that was weird but i like it let's go with it okay i'm not going on a journey okay and i don't want to share in your weird list I, I I no this list is not weird. Uh, oh, okay. I I I separated the list out. And these are the games that I want to play this year that either came out last year or are coming out this year. And I wanted to be upfront and saying that I probably won't play all these games cuz there's a lot. But what will go what will happen is that I will wait till they're of a value that or the price the price point that I think is worth it. Um, so I think a lot of this will be, uh, might maybe buying multiple games at once when there's like a crazy deal, if there is any for these things, or maybe here and there. So to start out with the 2020 list of games that Justin may or may not play this year, um, for the games that are already out, Control is one of the games that I've been wanting to jump in because it's, it seems like it's right on my alley. I think you said you have some sort of, maybe you might want to try this out. Yes, uh, it seems like a really good game, and I've heard as such in many yeah. reviews. Though it's, um, for me, it, it doesn't have a huge draw, so it would be yeah. on like a secondary list for me. Yeah, for me, it it's on the list, but it's not like I'm dying to play it. Uh, the there are definitely games on here that are kind of like a, as I guess you would categorize them as secondary, but for me are like, maybe I'll try it. Uh, yeah, and it that's sounds where similar. I, sounds similar. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it's, and it's one of those games where I wonder if it's worth, 
Oh, renting or something of that nature maybe people rent games still yeah i don't know it's more like finding wow. somebody that has the game uh, gotcha uh, and then and borrowing it hopefully if people still have physical copies <laughs> um but yeah so control is like one of the games on that list uh the jedi fallen order is a, a must like that's definitely happening um that's on cue for the next purchase um, Luigi's Mansion's on there. Fire, Fire Emblem is like one of those where I, I thought I would be really excited about, uh, but it's on the secondary list for me because I'm not sure. Like, I don't want to buy a $60 game because this is Nintendo mm-hmm. uh, and be like, well, this is great and I really don't like it or it just kind of doesn't settle with me. Yeah. So I'm also stuck in a rut there. I'm not going to drop 60 bucks on that thing. So, um, Hyperlight Drifter or whatever that I think that's the name of the, the actual name of the game that we got for free. Yes, Epic on the Epic Game Store. That looks really cool. I just like from the visuals, it looks pretty interesting. Uh, Hollow Knight is one, and same thing with Shovel Shovel Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, those games have been recommended to me several times, and after looking over them, it seems worth my time Mm -hmm. Uh, and luckily those are lower price so i will feel probably less guilty slash easier for me to justify purchasing those games um so yeah um divinity original sin 2 question mark i'm not sure (laughs) why if i want to if it's like that particular one or just in general i've never played any of these games uh but everyone again keeps raving about them I mean, everybody, I mean, like, the three people that I actually talk to, talk to about <laughs> video games. The first outside one was of, good, FYI. Yeah. I don't know if they're directly related. I don't know if the story continues on or anything. We should find that out. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to fight through because I don't want to bore people. Uh, Bl- Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we talked about that. Dark Souls games I really want to try out, which then... Uh, I think maybe it might be best to try just the first Dark Souls. I'm not sure. Um, just so that I get the feel of the game first. I think Jedi Fallen Order might play to some of that because it has some of that in it, or at least some of the influence in that game. Uh, so I'd like to try Jedi Fallen Order. Maybe if I, f- I feel like I need to pursue that itch further, I would try Dark Souls. And those games get pretty cheap recently, so... Yes. Um, they fall in that a little, but one for sure. There's two here. There's two more on the list that I really want to. F- I know for a fact I'll be purchasing one Dragon's Quest. Dragon's Quest. Dragon Quest. Um, eleven or whatever the version number that I'm failing at. Eleven. Uh, f- yeah, you got eleven. It. Yeah. Yep. For Switch, after playing the demo, that first of all, when you give somebody a demo of like at least 19 hours of the game, 16 to 19 hours of the game, that's pretty awesome. And then the fact that you can carry off for over from that once you purchase the real game, that's pretty cool. So yes. that's definitely on top list because I really enjoyed it. And then uh, Pokemon Soul Silver. I know that's really weird. That is <laughs> weird. I really want to play that game. I don't know why. Just why really that one and not the gold slash crystal version? Heart gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the silver better than gold in the first on the uh, in the first rendition of those games. So, hmm. interesting. Granted, it might be, you know, might not be much different. So I don't know. Um, but those are games that are already out. Is there any games out there on in that list that you particularly want to try out too or have? 
I have many of them. Um, Hollow Knight is on uh, a short list of mine to play through. I love Metroidvanias. I'm sure nobody knows that. And so Hollow, Hollow Knight is supposed to be one of the best, and I've played an hour or so and really enjoyed it. I just deprioritized it for other things. So I will definitely come back to that one. Um, I'm trying to think through what else you said. I don't think... I've already played Jedi Fallen Order, so that was a big one for me. What was the one with... Ho- oh, Shovel Knight. I actually Shovel don't Knight. have Shovel Knight. I've, that's one of the ones that has always been kind of on the outskirts or the periphery of what I've been playing. Like, mm-hmm. just kind of hanging out back there, and I know that at some point I should get it and play it. It just... I don't know. I've never prioritized it, so it's on the list. It's just not high on the list, but yeah. it's supposed to be awesome. It's supposed to be so much fun, so that's on there as well for me hmm. um i uh i'm at some of them i already own like at the hyperlite i already have um actually that's only one of them one of them is i only own one of those so clearly money will play into the factor just because i don't want to drop a bunch of money on games that i won't play uh because games that are coming out we have final fantasy uh 7 remake which has an asterisk on that because of how I would have the ability to play it. Um, <laughs> that's a big asterisk. Uh, the the expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield, I want to, I'm definitely purchasing that because unfortunately I have a soft spot for uh, Pokemon games. Animal Crossing? Uh, I haven't played it since the GameCube Animal Crossing. And I really like the GameCube one. I'm, but I I'm more interested to see how many people actually enjoy the new game. I mean, it seems like people are really hyped up about it. Like really hyped up. Like, like super hyped up. Like are super yes. hyped up. Because, I don't understand I mean, it. I mean, I played a lot. I mean, I put a lot of time in that game. Did but, you? Yes, lots. So many hours. I think There's, I think it's just a generational thing. It's got to be because it has it to be. Yeah. Definitely was not out. Until I was, when did the first one come out? I don't remember. I want to. I want to say I was graduating high school or something yeah, like that. That would make sense. And so it just never even hit my radar. I, I have never played one. Although the, my kids have played the iOS game and they love that one. Yeah, so. I haven't touched that one. Oh. Um, I th- Harvest Moon f- for the GameCube came out around this time too, and I was playing a lot of that. Um, I was actually bouncing back and forth between these two. Hmm. Uh, the Animal Crossing that is, um, so I I don't I'm less crazy about that one. Um, I kind of want to let it sit, and I'm not again paying sixty dollars for it. Uh, The Last of Us Part Two, uh, definitely playing that. I don't mm-hmm. care if I have to, uh, go to someone's house and play it like once a week for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I I don't even care if that requires me to go to someone's house just to play this game. Uh, it's worth it, or it should because it's it, it should be worth it. And then Dying Light 2, I put again with an asterisk just because I don't know if it's, like, I really like the first one, but it doesn't, I didn't like it enough where I would buy it on launch day, and the game has been delayed, so I don't know, I don't remember what the actual new date was, but it's going to be closer to the end of the year, I think, and then the price of that won't go down for another, like, a year, basically, or at least six months, so... A lot of the games that I will be playing this year are going to be games from like 2019. 
which I think is okay. Yeah, um, I think so. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, they're, I'm not really excited about cyberpunk. <laughs> like, I don't, like, it seems cool, but I'm not, again, dropping $60 on that game. And Depends on how it comes out for me, because because if it was just a cyberpunk um, genre game, okay, yeah. cool. But because it's tied to the role-playing game, it's super exciting. So. Yeah. I loved the cyberpunk role-playing books. I never actually got to play that game, Tabletop, but yeah. I did read them all the time when I was a youngin, and I thought they were super cool, and I had always wanted to play at Tabletop. So the idea in my head is that they really were true to the books, the role-playing game, and therefore it should be in that same world and should be super cool. So... That's the part that excites me about it. That's uh, really all I have on the list, so I I didn't want to spend too much more time or any more time on the the list, other than it'll probably change my next part of this situation or the next part of my uh, plan is to start going through and like creating alerts for. <laughs> I know this sounds for some people it might sound silly, but like creating alerts for the ones that I'm really excited about to see when they hit like those thresholds of money where I'm like, okay, this is worth it. So I think I'm going to start doing that just so that like when dark souls hits a certain, you know, price point, I'll pick it up. I, I, I assume I'm just going to get the remastered version because that's the one that makes the most sense. Um, and I think switch has it. And I know switch has it, but it does. I don't, I don't know if I want to play it on the switch. I'd have to watch and hear, see some more reviews on it. So if it's worth it, it's but, yeah. uh, super, it's way better with a controller than in my opinion with the keyboard okay. and mouse, like the keyboard and mouse works, but it's, it's passable with a controller. It's even better. So definitely play something, play it where you have a controller, like your Xbox or your switch. Um, and it's not too much of a strain in terms of graphics, so okay. your Switch might actually be able to handle it pretty well. So, hmm. yeah. And to your point about remastered versus not, really it's the PC and I think the old Xbox 360 slash PlayStation 3 that can play the one pre-remaster now. Okay, yeah. So I don't think you can get it any other way than remastered. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, so you just described all the activities that I do with the games that I really want. I mean, I always create alerts right. on various sites and things for the games that I really want and then just let it watch for me, which is super nice. Yeah, and um, there's no particular order on ones that I want to play, but Jedi Fallen Order is the one that I definitely jump in first. So um, you might not have noticed that on that list there was no mention of a specific square Enix game that I was raving about and hoping to purchase eventually, uh, but decided against it, or at least I I have just let it let it slide, and that was the uh, Octopath Traveler. Hmm. Um, I I don't I I think that is a perfect example of a game where I liked the hype. I got like involved in the hype, and I played the demo and was like, wow, this is really cool. But then looking back at it. I really didn't like the game. <laughs> it really? really didn't. It, it was good, but I don't. I feel like I would get bored. Huh. So you were like super it, excited about it. I know <laughs> that's what I was. But then, like, I kept. 
I kept thinking about like, what did I enjoy? I get like go through these phases of understanding why I don't like, or I do like a game. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a game that I enjoy in the long term. It's going to be one I play for like maybe 30 hours and I'm like, I'm done. But then again, we'll see. We'll see if it's a, like a ridiculously low price. Maybe I'll pick it up just to have it as a, like a, try and pick it up eventually. But um, it's definitely not on my radar anymore, which is sad because it, it, I was really hyped up about it. So hmm. I guess I'm kind of scared that it's another, it's going to be like another Kingdom Hearts thing, but I'm not, it, it doesn't have any history for me. So it's, it's different. So yeah. The only thing that's like Kingdom Hearts is Kingdom Hearts. When Square makes other No, I mean games, like Kingdom Hearts, meaning like, uh, like disappointment. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. Oh, goodness. Anyways, <laughs> enough about my stuff. What's this about Fire Emblem Awakening? Last week we talked about, so spinning off of a topic where I'm trying, I was trying to place ridiculously, I know it's ridiculous, but I was trying to place contingencies in place for when Baby arrives mm-hmm, that... As one would. Yeah, that I can play a specific kind of game on a console without requiring remote play. Because at the time, although this has changed now, the remote play app for Steam Link, basically, on iOS was still crashing on launch. So as of end of last week, end of last week, they had updated it and it is working again. But it suddenly made me realize how reliant my gaming setup is now on remote play, which is fine. I really enjoy that. And it's actually changed, like I mentioned so many episodes ago, how I calculate when and where I will play games, which is awesome. Right. Yeah, of course. But I didn't really have anything that I was super excited to play uh, that wasn't remote play based. So anyway, out of that, you had suggested at the time playing Fire Emblem Three Houses as an option for a console based, I don't know, role playing type game yeah. that could be paused. And it was a great suggestion for the genre. However, mm-hmm. I mentioned that I purchased Fire Emblem Awakening, I don't know, two months ago. Something like that. Yeah. That's and I've months, played yeah. a little bit of it. I've played like three or four hours of it, and I enjoy it in a lot of ways. But I mentioned kind of offhandedly that there are parts of it that I don't want to say stress me out, but create anxiety for me. And sometimes it takes some extra mental effort to bring myself to play that game, which is ridiculous because it should just be fun. <laughs> and so I kind of wanted to lay out what that means and why and kind of point out which parts and then kind of maybe use you as my mental therapist for it so that you can kind of help me unpack why one might feel that way and maybe a different approach to i don't know i don't know i I don't know how far it could go so well joshua i do have a minor in psychology so why did you say that now i'm just kidding i I absolutely do not (laughs) okay so fire emblem awakening is awesome because it Mm -hmm. is anime style characters and the characters are all there are many many characters from my understanding and they are all three-dimensional as in like they have a background a history they come from different lands and places they do different abilities so on and so on and so on and there's depth yeah there's depth to the characters in addition i like the tactical gameplay so you get the Mm -hmm. tactical map 
there are squares you move your troops on your turn to attack enemies or create choke points you know it's it's very tactical strategy style game it's not full strategy but it is some strategy more tactical than strategy i like that in a game See also XCOM, XCOM 2, see also Final Fantasy Tactics. That's the first game that really got me into this type of um, tactical RPG style game. Okay. Anyway, so that said, Fire Emblem does it really well. I like the way they put the battles together. Like you move your character towards an enemy and then you hit attack and then it goes into like this little cutscene where you see them do like a random attack and hopefully they do enough damage and then it cuts back to the map so you don't even control them directly or what they do you just tell them to attack it's very simplistic and enjoyable so those are the parts that i really like about the game what makes it stressful are two things one is that in fire emblem awakening which i don't think three houses has this i'm not sure Fire Emblem Awakening has a whole system built around relationships. So if you put two characters together or you put them in adjacent squares and have them attack or defend near each other, they mm-hmm. build this relationship relationship stat. Oh, I see where this is going. And so you can choose to group people together or um, or two people together, or choose to have them fight near each other to gain more advantage in attacking yeah. and defending, which is cool, except that it also, outside of combat, builds the relationship that then they can have dialogue go back and forth between them and open up new possibilities. Mm-hmm. Cool, except for my brain, now I'm trying to think of like what's the best you know, combination, combination. Yeah. but then there's stress for me related to that because now I have to, you go into the battle and you have to try and get them together, you know, before they're attacked by enemies or cut off from each other. Or, you know, it's like a whole added layer to positioning these people on this stupid map <laughs> and getting them in range of each other. Yeah. So you're like trying can... to optimize it as much as possible while losing sight of the actual game. Yeah. And it's... then on top of it, like I'm trying to optimize on top of that, then like I have to decide who I want to be together without really knowing enough about what they will become later. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. do I want them to be together? Should it, should I be thinking like mage and knight? Should I be thinking like, pegasus and archer like how should i be approaching this because it's so early in the game i don't know enough to really say that would be a like beneficial pairing outside of just role-playing you know so it's like this whole role-playing aspect tied together with the idea that there's a like mechanical benefit and so it adds this whole layer of like weird anxiety i don't know if that sounds dumb but no 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 it totally makes sense because you to me i get this way too when uh and this is why i totally disregard it in stardew valley is like the whole relationship thing because i i focus on trying to i i get this distracted is distracted is probably a better word for it like i i i I start to like think oh maybe am i supposed to be focusing more on the relationships right now while i'm doing this this is is there like a strategical advantage for me to do this xyz way and no that's totally something that you should feel validated meaning that the feeling stressful when you're trying to optimize your 
your part your team based off of like who has would who builds the best relationships together and all that's that's a lot <laughs> that, that like causes anxiety just me thinking about it now the added part to that because you make a great comparison yeah stardew valley absolutely has that and it's something that can grab your attention and then you have to decide yeah. each day what you want to put your attention towards right the difference in um fire emblem awakening is that you really it, the game becomes way way more difficult if you don't take advantage of that pairing relationship status and so yeah. That adds another layer. I don't really have, I mean, I have an option, but I don't know enough about the game to really be good at it then to do it without it. Right. And then the other added part to it is, so the relationship in the game grows and grows and then they get married and then they have, they can have kids. So then there's like this whole other like emotional side to it. Like, do I really want him with her? Do I really? And it's like this whole, I don't know. It's a whole extra thing. And it just adds a lot of stress has which fire, is the wrong word has fire emblem i mean this is your first fire emblem game right mm-hmm. yes okay. yes it is i didn't realize how crazy they get about relationships in the, well this these one games. was this is the one where they do that so i don't know okay. if they do that in every single one i think this is the first one they really like the got start of it. heavy okay. with it yeah i don't know that three houses does this but i think three houses issues that and then opts more for a um like i don't i don't know how else to call it but like school based okay. style where like you choose which school you go to and then there's three houses as you can know by the title and you choose which huh. of the three and that gives you certain abilities and you can make not the wrong choice but like it may tie you to a certain path that maybe you yeah. didn't think it would be so like there's always something like that in the fire emblem games from what i understand Wow. So then the last piece to it, so the other, that's part one. Part Mm -hmm. two is that if you don't have like a special magic weapon, which you start with, or you don't find one, the weapons, every time you use them, they have like a counter on them. So like, you, oh God, you might, you, you might have a sword and it has like a six, so you can do six attacks before it breaks. And then you now need to worry about buying more weapons and finding more weapons on the battlefield. So it just adds another layer of like, why do I have to think about this? <laughs> yeah, it overcomplicates it, especially for a game that I feel like when you're with with a baby, that's like not what you want to do is have yeah. all that stress while you're trying to enjoy it's this. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot. You want to play a game that just makes you feel good. That's essentially just not mindless, but doesn't require that much. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, is this a game that you're going to continue to play or are you going to put this down? I do. I want to at some point, but it's going to become similar to a lot of the strategy games that I love. And that is like, if I'm in the exact right mood, I will approach it and play. But I have to be in a specific mood. Like I absolutely adore one of the best games I've played is Battletech, but there's so much management involved and time that you put into the strategy and making sure your your mechs come out of the battlefield not completely destroyed that it adds a whole i don't know anxiety to it xcom Mm -hmm. is the same way xcom is meant to be slanted against you and so you're always fighting against the game to try and succeed and it's always trying to make you fail so and and all the XCOMs, there's many of them, do that in different ways. And some of them are more fair than others and can, you know, arguments, blah. But yeah. the point is that it's slanted against you. So there's a certain level of anxiety to make the right choice and use the right troops and 
um, build the right weapons and choose the right rooms for your base. Like it's a whole thing. So those Mm -hmm. games, I can see a lot of enjoyment out of them if I'm in the right mood and I can enjoy them greatly if I can kind of clear my mind and approach it. I don't know if I come off of work on a bad day, it's definitely not something I'm going to (laughs) play. So yeah, like, like uh, when I was playing The Last of Us, I, I definitely didn't want to play that game after having like a maybe a long night with Olivia because then I would feel already tense as it is and exhausted. I didn't want to be even more tense playing that game. And I think that's why I enjoyed playing um, some of the less intense games, like the racing games. I literally could just sit there and just drive around on Forza and mess around for a little bit. And that's why I enjoyed it as much. Uh, enjoyed those times just sitting on the couch and relaxing while Olivia was sleeping in my arms or something like that. So, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, so end rant. That's the long, boring version of why. But uh, maybe any suggestions are welcome, both from you and the audience, if there are things that might make it more enjoyable or just... Right make it less of a stress to worry about that kind of stuff, which sounds dumb, but it's also just kept me from it for now. So I hate to say walkthrough, but <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, maybe, maybe that's the right way to go about it then is just to look ahead and read through how things unfold and or the maybe, best ways to optimize. And, you know, yeah, someone has a build for you. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Might just put that, uh, objectionable side away you know where my my brain is like no never but <laughs> never walkthroughs are stupid like, yeah i remember those days insert down. clip where josh calls me out for using walkthrough and, and guides only in certain games <laughs> <laughs> that is true very true um why don't we take a quick break yeah before it's a we jump into a a, uh, to our topic of the week Mm-hmm. Topic of the week. I'm we'll just kidding. Be right, we'll be right back. Uh, we'll be right back. Bye-bye. Squeep up, la bow. Okay, ready? Born and raised. Okay, that's a good song by Alexis. No Burns. more songs. <laughs> okay, um, we're back. And we're back. Uh, I, I was trying to sing a song for Josh, and he didn't like it. Um, no, which no, is okay. I did not. Um, so the topic this week was something that I actually enjoyed thinking about, and realized that I have a terrible memory of the games that I've always told people I never play, which is really sad. Um, especially when I was like, God, this would be so good. There's so many games that I hate that I never want to play because of X, Y, Z. And then I sat down writing down the list and went, wow, this is not going very well. <laughs> um, so I would like to see what, what kind of games or what game, game, maybe game genre, but I'm going to stick to just particular and specific games. What games will you never play and why? Uh, I see you have a list. Did you want to like go out go through one by one or like call out your first first one on the list or how do you want to do that however you envision i'm i'm up for any let's do just just start from the top might as well okay 
Do you want so, me to go first then? Yes, please. The first one on my list is PUBG. Okay. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. <laughs> I'm surprised by that because I feel like this is the more like n- normal battle royale type of game. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And this one, so my list is consisting several things. It includes games that I may have played once or twice, but will never play, knowing that I've played them. Uh, PUBG is not like that. PUBG is the game I know that I would play if I were a high schooler, or if I Ooh, were shots like fired. this would have been. This would have been my Counter Strike. You know, if I was a, a younger man at this point in time, you <laughs> yes. know what I mean? Like, because I played so much Counter Strike in high school and college it was unreal how much counter-strike i played and so i feel that PUBG is maybe a a languishing game at this point but Mm. also kind of the the de facto well now fortnite is but the de facto counter-strike stand-in for right this time in this time and era for this era for these for these dang whippersnappers um i I'm surprised you picked that, but then again, I'm not because I think there are, we've talked about this before. There's only really one battle royale game that you and I would have have played and probably would only play if we were forced to play it. We would probably pick that one in particular, which would be Apex Legends, I think. One, because it's by Respawn, and two, it was actually decent <laughs> uh, in my eyes. Um, but yeah, PUBG, I have never played PUBG, and I've only watched people play it, and that seems like it the looks most cool. It looks but, cool. It feels like Daisy, not Daisy. Um, what's it called? Ugh. Yeah, or Arma. Arma, but I guess it would be Daisy because yeah. that's where it came out of. Anyways, I think that would be more up my alley. But I also get scary flashbacks of playing hours of hours of Daisy. So it's a game that I don't want to revisit. <laughs> You've played Daisy? I didn't know that. Yeah, I have. I. Oh God! I I think at the time it was a free mod. Yeah, it was. It was a mod for Arma for the longest time. Yeah, and then they the standalone came out, and I was a dummy and bought it because you know (laughs) I spent a lot of hours on the the mod, (laughs) and then that came out. So yeah, I played a lot of that. I have to go see how many hours Steam lies. I definitely played more than like whatever I have on there. So nice. Um, but yeah, PUBG interesting. I. If you don't mind, I have one on the list that's very similar, and you yeah. kind of mentioned it, Fortnite. I'm in the same boat, but Fortnite, for me, I have, like, absolutely zero desire. I, you would have to... I'd have to be bored out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Silly. Bored silly. <laughs> to play a game where it's, it's just it's just so weird and wacky, and yeah, definitely not for me. It's I have a hard time understanding how grown adults play this game. <laughs> If there are any grown adults playing this game, unless they're with their kids playing it, that makes more sense. But even then, I mean, it, it's really meant for like an entry level game for yeah. people getting into shooters and things like that. Yeah, that's my number two on the list. And yeah. while it's the same genre as PUBG, it's definitely different reasons for me. Firstly, I just... A game, we've talked about this before, but look and feel to a game really is important to me. And yeah, I did. do not like the look and feel of that game one bit. I yeah. never have. It's never been something that I've been like, yeah, I'm excited to play that. Yeah, no, the I, announcers, too, is the announcing I thing. Yeah, it's no. just so it's weird. All no. And 
the other thing is like I'm lame and I just I'm not like a wacky kind of guy. So I don't when you put that into my books or my movies or my video games, it's got to be very specifically well done for me yeah. to really enjoy it. Yeah. If it's not, I just it turns me right off. So that's two strikes. And then on top of that, you have all these 12 year olds who play and they oh, are God. jerks. So that's three <laughs> strikes and I'm out. Did you ever see on, I don't know, it had to be on like one of the, back in the day in the early 2000s um, when Xbox Live came, just came out uh, and Halo 2, or not just came out, but like Halo 2, it was around the time Halo 2 was really big and there was videos or I don't remember what the site was, but it was a site where they had like funny videos of game people playing games and things like that. Anyways, it wasn't YouTube. It was something else. Um, and there was a guy who recorded, a, a, it had to have been like a 12 year old screaming at his mom while playing Xbox live. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember something about that. Yeah. Yeah. There was like one particular that everyone, I remember everyone knows what I'm talking about. If you like were around this era, and it was like his mom, he was like screaming at his mom, like he, it was dinner time or something like that. Or he was yelling at his mom to make him a peanut butter jelly sandwich. I can't remember. It was something yeah, ridiculous. I remember something about that. Yeah. And it was basically somebody at our age now, but or our, our age back then, like as in the age we are currently now back then, uh, was complaining about kids, 12 year olds playing Xbox Live. And I just, I just feel like we're, I'm coming full circle now saying, I don't want to play with a bunch of 12 year olds who are screaming, Hey mom, make me a peanut butter jelly sandwich. First of all, bad manners. Second of all, uh, that's hilarious. So yeah, I just can't picture playing games like this now ever. And I can't, I tried Fortnite and I lasted probably like two games, three games. And I said, this was dumb. And then I played on the switch. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine that to really enjoy it, you have to play keyboard and mouse, but... Kids yeah, play it on iPads. Not, what? Yeah, they do. What? Yeah, it's what? just what? not what? what I want to play. That's, I, I was, there was a picture or a video of some kid beating a, a basketball player in Fortnite on an iPad. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. It was, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so I agree with you there. So moving on to the next one, did you want to yes. just... Do you want me to go next again, or did you want to now start with your I, top of the list? I feel like we we can just go back like all over the place at this point. Okay. Um, I'll I'll go with my next one though, just so that we can sounds good. Go into something different. EverQuest. I think this one. Uh, why don't you tell us why, and then okay. I I want to say my piece on this one. So one, this was the first MMORPG that I had interest in when I was a wee young lad um, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, shoot, 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 there was a TV show, not TV show, there was a show that, or maybe it was a uh, animated short slash videos or somebody recording or videos of them playing in EverQuest. And for some reason it just turned me off because it was a lot of weird white dudes in basements playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> and, and <laughs> oh, like every MMO or listen, RPG. Listen, but this was like, this was like, RPG. Gr- well, uh, I, I was just, cause like, I would never want to do this. I never, I never want to be like these people. Oh, and, oh hey. And, and, and I say this because 
and I laugh because uh, I played lots of WoW yes. um, with uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas beanie on with my over-ear headphones listening oh, to My Chemical Romance. Failure. So I didn't make myself any better. But yeah, yeah, I I just it, it's not that like the game was. It felt like the game would be something I wouldn't like. It's definitely probably something I would like, but it had this weird uh, background to it, or not background, but like environment that I didn't want to, uh, people, like atmosphere slash environment that I didn't want to surround myself with. It was very much so that I would be embarrassed, <laughs> which again, ironic. But uh, for me, it was just like every, uh, the, I think why is because I, when I was working with my dad, uh, or at least he was working and I was just being dragged along, um, as a kid, uh, cause for, I'm sure daycare reasons. And like one of the places that we went to go work at was a person's house that literally smelled like cat piss everywhere. And, but they had posters of like EverQuest stuff all over the place. Like this entire house was filled with EverQuest stuff. I, Josh, I kid you not. Like they, they had piles of f- half-eaten food boxes full of pizza like it was gross but they were pristine their walls were filled with just everquest posters and like pictures of elves and and all sorts of weird stuff all over the place like drawings and i think i walked in there and i was like oh my god this is weird people this this is what happens when you play games like everquest so i i think i was partially drama uh i was uh scarred for life after walking <laughs> even in though that the wild people are just as bad. oh yeah totally uh, my favorite my favorite perfect example of wild people was uh, that south park episode yes and yep. uh doesn't i'm super hypocritical hypocritical for saying this but yeah that's funny never will play either one and obviously can't really do that anyways because i think the servers are all down yeah. Now, so, uh, I just checked. EverQuest one now servers are down, and it um you have to find fan made servers basically. EverQuest two is still going, so if wow. you want to jump into that, Justin, you can. No, I'm good. I'll pass. I I Wow has my heart forever. So, yeah, I was gonna. So the piece I wanted to say was that I feel like this is a cheat on this list because. It's not really an act. I mean, it is still active EverQuest 2, but it's not really a current game. You know, it's so old. It's not like even if you thought it'd be cool, you're not going to go back and play EverQuest at this point. You know, no, you find no, that's something true. else similar. I got so. I'm trying to remember. It's not the guild. The guild, the guild was revolved around WoW, right? Yes. The, the TV show. Yeah, which was a great show. Right. But there's like another show that, that I remember watching. But it revolved around EverQuest, and for some reason, I can't remember what that show was. But it was a show where people were like, it was recording gameplay in EverQuest, like there were people role playing in it. And I cannot, for the life of me, remember. So I'm gonna have to make a note and to go find that because it was funny, (laughs) but (laughs) I don't remember the dang thing. Anyways, what's uh, what's one off your list? I guess. Oh, EverQuest, good times. Um, I think I'll go with the next like category of type of games. Okay. And that would be the MOBAs. Ooh, yeah. Um, so like Dota, Dota Two, League of Legends, which are Hero huge. Storm. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge. It's not that I would never play them because I have like the one that I've played the most, which isn't a real one, is called um what is it called? It's the iOS one that was one of the first to be big on iOS, and it started there too. 
MOBAs? It was vain, vain glory. Yep. Mm, it was yep. vain glory. And I enjoyed it a lot with a friend. And, um, but it, it has the problem that I have with all the other ones as well. And that is that you need to sink a ton of time into these games to be anywhere decent on them. And I know people who have, and kudos to them. That's awesome. It's just, you know, I feel like we play this violin every week. I, there's no way I have that much time to devote to a game like that. So I will never play these games <laughs> unless I retire early and then I'm not, you know, I don't know what. <laughs> there's no way I'm going to play these games. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, that's my next. Okay. Um, I've only ever played, uh, I think, League of Legends for sure. I tried Dota because my... My one of my friends and our brothers in the fraternity played Dota quite a lot, um, and he preferred Dota. Uh, I I I just get stressed when I play this game, mainly because again there are other people who are like overly skilled at this game, and also sometimes like somehow I get paired up with them, <laughs> and I get rolled very quickly, and I don't know all the strategies yeah. behind the lanes yet, and and it was just too much for me to get into. Uh, and plus, people play the, they play these games, which never change. By the way, like every game is different, but there's like no story behind it, <laughs> and it's just constant over, you know, play over, over, and over again, over, over, over again, the same thing over, over again. <laughs> so that to me, it makes it really hard for me to try and play it. So, yeah, I could get behind that if it was more hmm, accessible. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have to play so much to be decent or know enough about all the other characters, you know? And especially with the big games, like, League, I think, has a ton of characters. You just need to know everything about them. So, all their abilities, where their ranges are, all those things. So, I probably will never, ever get into anything like that. Hmm. <laughs> um, I think I found what I was talking about. Uh-oh. Uh, it's on G4. It was a show like called like Portal Sessions, okay. Portal Season, Portal. I don't know, but uh, it totally was uh, <laughs> like real life people and like and then comparing those real life people into EverQuest and all that weird stuff. Oh, so Lord, it was pretty friggin' hilarious. Anyways, um, on my list, I I don't have any MOBAs surprisingly, but I'm done with gta <laughs> and this kind of falls on your list I, i'm surprised it's not on here yeah um i i've gotten to the point where i i think it's more of just an age and maturity level that like i i can't see what fun it is like where the fun is in a game like gta and don't get me wrong there the time that i had playing the last one gta 5 was amazing i mean there's so much content in the online thing i i just i just have a hard time playing a game where you're you can be a drug lord and you can be a trafficker i'm not really a sex trafficker but uh it's just like you can do some really sketchy stuff and to me morally that doesn't doesn't click i i just can't morally do that in a game like that i just there's too much freedom and it just feels weird so I, I try to avoid it. And I think part of it too is with Olivia being born, I don't want to do anything like that. Um, Cause now I, it's true. I, every time I see 
like another like if there's somebody getting hurt i'm like that that could have been my son that could have been my daughter so uh this is just a weird uh, not weird but a change of scene not scenery i've aged <laughs> so <laughs> and and not by much but yeah no i get you i i I didn't add it to my list because it doesn't even register in my brain. So right, yeah, I guess. I've never been into it for that same reason. It's just yeah. like people always tell me about all those games, which I fully believe that everybody has fun with them. They are widely popular, but they describe what they do and then they go, wouldn't that be awesome? And I go, no, no, <laughs> no, wouldn't you rob like the I, grocery store and, and shop the dude. Then and I threw the money. old woman out of the Jeep and took it and drove off. It was awesome. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got drunk and drove it into a, another person's house. So yeah, no. enough people told me that I am not, a good enough gamer or you know haven't experienced enough life by not playing gta games that i eventually went and played one for a while um actually purchased and played san andreas for quite some time Mm -hmm. and i understand the gameplay aspects of why you could enjoy it but it just it's another look and feel thing like i don't Firstly, the strike against it for me is it's in modern times like that. You have to be like a military game for me to enjoy modern style games. And then on top of that, like you're a gangbanger or a con artist or, you know, just outside of the law. And it's not about being outside of the law. It's just like the stuff that you're doing. It's like, why am I having fun with this? And I'm not like personally, I don't. But why would I have fun with this? You know, And, and I find myself playing that game, like you said, and just or playing the, when I did play it the mm-hmm. couple hours, I mean, like, I don't find this enjoyable. And then I'll say that to somebody and they'll be like, well, hold on. What about the combat? And it's like, it's nothing special. It's like typical combat for many games like this. So <laughs> why not just go find one that enjoys, you know, it's more enjoyable to me and then have the same combat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've never understood it and I've never pretended like I'm better than anybody. Obviously it has something to do with me but I, I just have never been able to get into it so that's okay totally okay with alas that. I, i'll add I, it to my list post haste nice um so what about anything oh you have leak on there okay oh minecraft really yeah yeah surprise yeah. <laughs> surprise uh, minecraft for me i have played it i i played it with my son and then later my daughter and because they enjoy it or have enjoyed it many many Mm -hmm. many times and i i don't know it's again here we are again look and feel i cannot stand the way that game looks it looks like ridiculous to me and then hmm. the feeling of it is like okay i'm standing here and i guess i could build a structure and then i guess i can start digging into the ground and what are you getting out of that like what nothing is the reward there's nothing to it and then people are like well i just like to build and it's like okay but i did yeah. that with legos growing up or excuse me lego bricks um jeez <laughs> growing up and it's like that was more tangible and enjoyable to me than building this like virtual i don't know if you can sit there and put that much effort and time in where you can build like the taj mahal you know those people that build 
yeah. the Taj Mahal in Minecraft. That's amazing. And like a piece of art, really. But I can't yeah. do that. My stuff always looks like a mud hut. And then like <laughs> there's a hole in the ground next to it where I'm delving to go find some garbage. And it, part of it is just time. But part of it is like I just don't find it enticing at all or intriguing at all. Yeah. It's just the look and feel. So, yeah. I, Minecraft. I have, a, I have a sentimental thing with Minecraft. Um like I have something that ties me to my younger, my younger siblings. Uh, I actually, we all played at one point on a server together and it, it was a while ago, but like as we were growing up uh, and I started playing Minecraft cause a friend of mine's like, Oh, look at this game. We can do whatever we want, blah, blah, blah. And spend hours upon hours upon hours building stupid stuff. Uh, and then the mods came into factor and that made it even worse for me but i put a lot of hours but the thing for me that i i i enjoyed so much about this game minus the fact that yes i can see the graphics kind of being or at least the visuals being kind of off-putting uh but i enjoyed a lot of my time playing this game with my siblings and uh we didn't really do a lot of much we didn't do much of anything in the game other than just kind of hang out and yeah i was going to college at the time so i was still being able to interact with my two younger siblings so it was kind of nice so um it's kind of sad to see it on your list but then again i totally understand it um because you've always been against not against but you've always said that about minecraft so it doesn't surprise me yeah yeah i i I think the sentimental makes sense that's kind of cool um yeah for me, it just makes me feel like I'm wasting my time. Yeah. You know, even though you're not, you're like building cool stuff, but it, it doesn't, it just, I know that I, I know that video games are a waste of time. It's just not a lot of them make me feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft only makes me feel that way. Yeah. So. so in the way I look at it too, like Terraria was like that for you too. Like it's the other way around. It was sentimental t- for reasons. It helped you, but it also Technically, you could do the same thing. You can build absolutely nothing. Yeah, you can. But you also can do other things in Terraria that you can't do in Minecraft. Well, you can, but it's not explicit. (laughs) You delve into dungeons and find special new monsters and bosses and then new items and stuff? Yeah, 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 you can. Hmm. They have generated, uh, procedurally generated dungeons that like randomly appear within, uh, like when you're digging in caverns and things like that. Um, hmm. They weren't as crazy until like the last couple of years. Um, oh, okay. So they really didn't get too crazy. And then now they have the game that's coming out. That's basically, that's all it well, is. Well, that looks cool. Cause that's like basically Diablo, like you just said. Right. So that looks cool. But, but yeah, no, they, anyway, it makes sense. Um, I have dead by daylight. I've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, again, kind of like jives with the whole GTA things. Like I have a hard time. Specifically in this is that like you're brutally murdering people. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm laughing because it's not something to laugh about, but it's it just creeps me out to be even be considered because like it fantasizes the idea of being a serial killer slash a killer in general. Um, and I don't really like that at all. It makes me uneasy. Uh, and any game that has come out like this is like a big dope for me. So. So a lot of people play these games and enjoy them because of the thrill, but, and I'm a huge horror guy. I love, I was going to ask that question next. I, I love, you know, uh, classic horror movies. I love horror movies in general. Uh, it's always been something that my family for whatever stupid reason likes to watch, especially like supernatural stuff. But I can't, I don't know. I can't, 
put my finger on it other than it's like fantasizing the idea of being the the murderer uh and that to me is like where i draw the line so i can never get behind these games like this um so that's and people can argue like well you do that in call of duty oh you do that in world of warcraft like you you kill people blah 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 i'm like yeah no you don't not in the way that this game does it you're not hmm. like spearing somebody on a on a, like a, a a girl or a, a a dude running away from you because you've trapped them in this this house or in this this maze and now you're taking their body and spearing them through their neck or like through their mouth throughout their back like I, to me that just i don't know how to explain it but it just sets me off i can't play these games so this is the type of thing why i don't enjoy horror movies mm-hmm. so that's why it's it's so interesting to me that you do enjoy horror movies yeah. many of them and this doesn't tickle that fancy for me it's it's about personal violence so yeah. Where, yes, you do violence in a lot of games, and I enjoy violence in a lot of games. There's Mm -hmm. a certain intimate personal violence associated with Dead by Daylight. Yes. Thank you. I think think you found what I was trying to say. So it's the combination of very intimate personal violence combined with the helplessness of the victims, where it's like... You have most video games where it's like an even match or at least they have weapons or they're built to be part of the battle where this is like, these are our scared people running away from you. And then you're personally murdering them in brutal ways. And that's not my jam either. So maybe that's part of it for you. That's part of it for me. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. But I could see, you know, getting drunk and then buying it with a bunch of friends and having a good time running around screaming and yelling at each other. But uh yeah, yeah. They're not gonna sit down by myself and enjoy this. You know, that's yeah. not gonna happen. No, definitely not. Okay, you have other ones because that—that's all I had on my list. I think I do. Um, there's. I don't know if you've ever heard of Ark. Yeah, that's not the full title, but I don't know. That game doesn't see. It's so funny because so many of these are look and feel. Like that game to me just doesn't look interesting or. In, enjoyable it like, looks half baked let's go kill dinosaurs in a half baked buggy game like, yeah what? combat I, evolved, hear st- I think is stories yeah well i don't remember but i hear stories about younger like 12 year olds or younger where they're like yeah we love it and then i'm like why are you letting your child play this yeah that's messed up <laughs> and and it's like that's their favorite game they can't get enough of it it's almost Fortnite level and it's to me like i don't know man there's a lot of better stuff out there. So I don't know. So I don't think I'll ever play that game. Like never. Gotcha. Uh, the next one, I'll just go down the list real quick. Elder Scrolls Online. I like Elder Scrolls um, mostly. The mm. only one I really got into was Skyrim. Like Oblivion really turned me off. And I can't, I, the only, I hadn't really ever heard of Morrowind until um playing oblivion so by that point you're not going to go back or at least i wasn't going to go back and play morrowind so i don't think elder scrolls online is for me a it's an mmo i don't have time b it's elder scrolls and like that's i'd rather play i don't know all the other genre games before that like elder scrolls is behind what's the really big other 
um, genre game like this. Let's see. I'm trying to think of that's like a MMO or, or that's sorry. Now it's a, a well, RPG just, open. World. Yeah. More open world RPG. Anyway. So I, I would probably play other things first before, uh, uh, elder scrolls game. So I don't know. I don't think online will ever do it for me or get me going. So like yeah. star Wars online, the, the, are you talking about like Skyrim style or, um, kind of like the star wars old republic online game no like it less about it being an mmo and more about i feel like at the time elder scrolls came out it was competing directly with maybe it was more the boulders gate like style games oh shoot i'd rather play those than elder scrolls like i think at the time it was really neverwinter nights and elder scrolls that was really I don't no, know. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it right now. But so for me, I've I've always played the other kind, which whatever that means. <laughs> and Elder Scrolls was always something that I kind of like. I'd go to the game store as a child or a uh, young man, if you will, and I'd see the box and I'd be like, "Oh, that's probably a game people play." And then I'd like walk by it, and it would never even register for some reason. It just never even hit my radar so i don't know elder Elder scrolls online again to your previous point way back there's other mmos if i'm gonna play an mmo i'd play those first yeah so elder scrolls and same thing with dungeons and dragons online which i think is all but dead at this point like i like dungeons and dragons but that's not a game i'm gonna play (laughs) so yeah yeah i was actually uh, we could talk about that later, but that was actually one of the games that I saw that's free to play. And, yes, uh, and it was not good, by the way. I played it, and it was not good. Oh, boy. Um, you have one more, I think? Yes, my last is Rainbow Six Siege. Really? This is, like, my saddest because... It's actually I, a really good game. <laughs> is it? I believe yeah. you, and I, I can see how it would be. Um, I was a huge Rainbow Six fan, even up through the Vegas games. Like, I really enjoyed the Vegas games, too, even though, to me, that's not really Rainbow Six. They still were a lot of fun and still carried on a lot of the tradition of Rainbow Six. Yeah. Rainbow Six Siege, I can see where that evolved from those games, but it's all online multiplayer, and that's just not my wheelhouse anymore in the same vein of the PUBG style game. Like I'm just not going to play rainbow six siege. That's like, I could see buying it for $5 and playing it for an hour and be like, cool, I got the experience and then not play it ever again because a, I'm not going to be good enough. I'm not going to be good enough at this point. People have been playing it for years at this point. Right. Yeah. And B like, it's just not rainbow six. <laughs> half, the t- yeah, half the time you get stuck with people who don't know how to do, don't want to play tactically or yeah. want to play as a team member. They just go out and, try and one one shot it by themselves and that's not how you place this type of game <laughs> i'm a you rainbow can. six purist like i read the book loved the book like i played rogue spear and the original rainbow six and loved them like you sound like halo like it's it's like halo almost like right i'm i'm a purist i've read the books i've done this blah, blah, yeah blah. and so for me it's about the strategy as much as it, it as it is about ex- executing the mission gotcha and rainbow six vegas did away with a lot of that though you mm-hmm. still had like the tactical part of it right yeah which was enough at the time to just be like okay i get that they have to be an action game now but rainbow six siege just is like cool you have a lot of cool stuff that you can play with like toys and put on windows and things and then you wait for your turn to shoot people and it's like oh okay 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, if you look at it, they almost had to like differentiate between the games that they had because you have Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, and uh, Rainbow Six, and they all have very similar tie-ins, like of the tactical, the tacticalness yeah, of, of it. And they had to. But dif- Ghost Recon came from like a more. So Rainbow Six was meant as like this is the team that goes anywhere in the world to save people, and right. then. Ghost Recon was we drop these specialized soldiers who can basically be one man armies and into this special area and mm. they travel across this giant land to get to their target and then they take out the target and then they're gone and they yeah. never were there. Yeah. And then Splinter Cell was to me like this is tactical shooting as real as it could get mm-hmm. or I'm sorry stealth, stealth tactical games yeah. as real as it could get because you've got your um metal gear where it's like this is more of an arcade game style than it is Mm -hmm. realistic and even though uh splinter cell's not really realistic it feels like that's the closest that you're going to get to real life spooks like that so i don't know to me they were already differentiated and amazing franchises and then they just had to keep moving it forward into this like action call of duty-esque game on all three fronts and it's like why are you doing this (laughs) nice anyway so i'll probably never play rainbow six siege well i'm sure there's other games that we would add on to the list list that we just didn't think of but But, um, i think i'm done gotcha um i i know we have the off the beaten trail thing that we want to keep doing but i wanted to talk about really quickly before we move to that to end the show the the pot of the new thing that we want to try um yes which josh and i were talking and we were trying to think of things that we can add to the show and one thing that kind of we've talked about occasionally in passing but like picking a a, a free-to-play game and trying it out like the both of us trying it out and um coming back and saying like what we liked about it or at least like our and our uh our quick review or our first takes on them. And there's some other caveats to it too, of like, maybe we can look more for like fun, uh, fun, funny ones or like ones that have really terrible reviews that just seem like something that'd be a fun, fun thing, a fun time to try out to ones that you and I like actually might want to play, um, just based off the genre. So you and I kind of put a list together or at least put lists together that you and I had uh, looked through Steam. It doesn't have to be yes. Steam, to clarify. It could be any any uh, platform will, or launcher, but Steam has a really good and large library of free games. So um, why don't we quickly talk about it together? Um, one of them that you pointed out was Gasp, which is that weird space avoiding asteroids game yeah it's like you need to worry about your oxygen and avoid asteroids as they come at you yeah and then abandon what's that one uh it's like a pseudo horror game where you're in a house not knowing who you are or where you are what interesting how you got here almost and you have to try to figure out how to get out okay um doesn't look great (laughs) (laughs) oh okay so these first two ones seem kind of yeah so i went with the motif of like here's some really garbagey games what would happen if we tried them (laughs) okay well i i did two at the end so that's good um i actually picked or i i put on the list uh, path of exile because i 
I've heard about it, but I've never like yes. actually played it. And it's actually one of the seems... ones I've wanted to play many times. Got you. Uh, Stay out. Is that you? Did I put that down? Oh no, that you is did. mine. Yeah. So this one actually looks pretty cool because it's like a Days Gone slash um, The Last of Us, but there's but it's like a post-apocalyptic, of course. But there, it's more focusing on the human aspect of it and you're more of like an explorer that just likes to find things and like explore things and to see like all these abandoned areas that humans have abandoned and find new species, yada, yada. So it, it seems interesting. Um, Quake Champions, because I've never played a Quake game before. <laughs> yeah. That sounds crazy, but that's more of like a multiplayer game. Yeah. So I, I find that might be difficult. Unturned. Uh, this is a funny game <laughs> that I, I showed you. Uh, or at least a link to where it's like Minecraft zombie game <laughs> and it's super just, I, I have this game. Do I thought, you? <laughs> yeah. I, I get, is it free? I guess it is it free. It is free, yeah. At one point it wasn't. <laughs> I think it might've been a purchase and I may have, may have bought it. <laughs> yeah. The, there's an unlimited, oh, I'm sorry, permanent gold upgrade rather for $5. I think I bought that one because yeah. I was an idiot. Uh, the Hunter yeah. Classic is literally a hunting game <laughs> uh, that looks so bad. This does look really bad. <laughs> and then Drift Gear Racing, which has like the <laughs> lowest rating uh, for any game racing game on Steam. It looks horrendous. So I I think to me, your your thought of looking at the funnier games makes more sense, or like the crappier slash interesting games makes more sense to try out for our first time. Um, perhaps I could also, I think high on my list is path of exile. Yes. Because I think we could do a really cool comparison to why they chose what they did to make it free to play versus like a Diablo. Yes. Cause that's basically what it looks like a Diablo. Yep. Yeah. yeah and they, they've specifically called out, they're never going to be a paid game hmm. and how and why they do that. So and it to me it looks awesome. It always has. It's yeah. something that I've wanted to try for a long time. And yeah. Or I could go with one of these ridiculous, um, not great looking, <laughs> funny games. Not not great looking. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. I think uh, Quake Quake is a is a sore spot because I really want to play Quake. Uh, like the actual older Quake games first okay. before jumping into the multiplayer ones. So okay. maybe we could take that right off the list for now. Okay, that's I. That's it. perfectly fine. I I want to play Path of Exile because I die, I'm dying for Diablo. I okay. love Diablo. Oh, and I just want to make another note here. Mm. Stay out to me looks really neat, actually. So yeah, no, I picked that on purpose too. Yeah, I think it's cool looking, and it's an MMO, so that's very dangerous. Yes. So, so I could get behind that too. So I, I, I vote Path of Exile, I think. I think for the first one, we'll do Path of Exile. Next one, if, it, if we like, like the feel of what we're doing, I'd like to try Gasp because after watching <laughs> the trailer, it, looks, it just looks horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll do that one after Path of Exile. Yeah, I agree. I that's a good idea. Okay, so, so we'll, we'll start with Path. Great. So next time we'll do an update on how our plays separately went with Path of Exile mm -hmm. um, and what we thought about it and why. I'm going to try and get at least a couple hours in 
Um, gotcha. And I have a feeling what's going to happen is that I'm going to be like, oh, it's Diablo. And then like 10 Go hours go by <laughs> <laughs> or 10 hours go by. I'm like, crap, I'm playing this game a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So All right. sounds good. We'll play Path of Exile. Awesome. Okay. So then let's jump into the uh, off the beaten trail. Yes. So let's, I think you should start first. Okay, because you went first last time. Yes. I remember that specifically. I remembered. Go ahead. Tell me. So mine is not quite as off the beaten trail as one might look for. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think it's hugely popular. I've never or heard widely of it. known. Okay, good. So there is a game called Mount and Blade, and there's a standalone. <laughs> I hate when they call these games like this, but it's a standalone upgrade to the main game mm-hmm. called mountain blade warband so it's actually a standalone game mount, okay mount and blade blade warband okay so the game is 20 dollars, and it's really cool it's a game that i have never been able to put a ton of time into because again it's one of those deprioritized games but it oh is my. really awesome recommended and windows idea, xp <laughs> what oh yeah so the, it's it's pretty old but the idea behind this game is it's hmm you it's a first person game and you build up a war band hence the name mm-hmm. and the idea is that you build up like this little mini army of a couple men and you try to make money through contracts eventually you can so okay so you you take these contracts and then you go and you try to you take the contracts and you try to go serve them basically. And so mm-hmm. you go to like a, an open world map style where you've got these open fields and like castles and stuff. And you're in first person commanding your troops and you move with your troops, giving them commands, but still like swinging your sword and stuff in like oblivion in style. Yeah. And you try to defeat enemies basically. And it's like a, it's like a war game basically, but in first person. Interesting. And then when you complete the level, you gain reward, and then eventually you can buy your own stronghold. And then you're, like, hosting these mini battles that keep ratcheting up over time through reward into almost war level of fighting. Interesting. So you just keep basically... It's like a, it's like a single-player MMO. You just keep basically building your forces and buying bigger strongholds and then fighting bigger battles and um it's a lot of fun and for me if somebody described it to me i would be like no i'm not gonna play that game (laughs) but i've played it and it's so addictive and just fun to keep building this giant war band basically and Hmm. building these strongholds and fighting in first person that it's just it's addicting so Check it out. The first one, I've never played the first one, although I think it's very similar, and Warband adds a lot of newer things to it, Okay. even though it's an old game. And then there was a Mountain Blade 2 that I haven't played, but it was also supposed to be pretty good, so I recommend it. When did you pick this game up? Ooh, that is a great question that I don't have the answer to in my hand. But it was played quite a while ago, or...? Yeah, I, I picked it up when it had already been pretty old through like a humble bundle. Okay. Interesting. So it, it came out in 2010. Right. I think I got it in 2013 or 2014 and gotcha. played it. Yeah, I definitely, um, I've never played a game like that. 
ever. Yeah. I'm, I was a huge fan of like Stronghold and Stronghold Crusaders and Age of Empires and all that fun stuff, but never thought of like a first person commanding game where you can also fight in to as well. So yeah, it's, it's like, um, it's like Stronghold, but first person. Yeah. That's and awesome. You, you really only see the map when you're going to go do battle or fight other people. Otherwise, you're like in and in and like making decisions about who to equip with what and who should be in charge of what and how big your stronghold should be and all that stuff. So yeah, it's it's really cool. It ends up being a lot of fun. Interesting. I've yeah, I've never heard of that that uh, series either. So that's yeah, that's completely new to me. Good. Then uh, I did it right. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I didn't send a link to mine. So mine was a Star Conflict. Have you heard okay. of it? Okay, I've actually heard of this game, but I've never played it. Okay, so I actually played this a lot around the same time you played <laughs> Mountain Blade. So that's kind of funny because <laughs> um, it originally came out in 2013, I believe. Yep, like around 2012, 2013. Uh, and it's free to play, but it has microtransactions like every um... free to play game. So you can get more money towards buying better ships but it's a very grindy game and it's a spaceship space battle game but uh you're a single spaceship um and you have these uh missions that you play and you uh, win but like you get more uh, resources and you can grind certain ones to get better drops and things like that uh, and it's really cool because you can like upgrade the the weapons that are on your ship, um, just speed of your ship, things like that. And for something that was free, it was really cool. Um, and it was a game that I played quite a few hours. And for some reason, I don't think it was through Steam. I think it had its own standalone launcher at one point. Hmm. Uh, and then, then I guess went to Steam. Um, but yeah, I, I love space battles. And this was really cool. And the graphics are really good. Uh, and my roommate uh, at the time, my uh, junior and senior year of college, we played it together quite a lot <laughs> uh, and played it almost too much. Um, so it, it, it's something that's still available, apparently, and still people play it and there's still active users on it. And huh. I was really surprised to see that when I when I went and uh, fell, came across it um, when I was looking for games like Eve online and this came up as a recommended game. So I was going to say, it looks like a, they were trying to be a competitor to Eve. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Um, it's, it was funny too. Cause like I tried playing it on my laptop at the time, which was like a really crappy HP laptop and it could not handle it. And then my tower at the time, uh, was o- overpowered and it was like <laughs> super smooth. And, and, and now I look back at, or now I look at it, and they've definitely increased the bloom, <laughs> the bloom on the game. So uh, I wonder how well it runs uh, today. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I'm really surprised it's now no longer a standalone game, like a standalone yeah. launcher. So and there's new, completely new uh, products or products, uh, maps and uh, missions. So oh, there are downloadable content. Oh, there the ships okay yeah (laughs) they're like 30 dollars holy cow yeah so and my guess would be as a competitor to eve they're probably trying to hit the same clientele like yeah yeah, you want to actually own this ship you're gonna have to actually pay for it in real money 
Yeah, and the ships get really crazy too. Like you can have like your fighters, you can have your frigates, like, and they have more weapons, like more cannons on them, and like specialized canyon cannons and and missiles and things like that. Uh, but it was always really cool because if you played with a friend and he had more fighters or you had a a particular heavier class that would help you guys in this particular uh, mission. Like you have saucers that have laser beams on them. You can get laser beams on them. You can get them on any of the ships, but it was just really fun to like fly around these different styled uh, spacecraft. So yeah, it's free, uh, available on all platforms, um, except I guess it's not c- compatible with Catalina, which is totally okay with me. <laughs> uh, ironically but yeah you can play it on uh, windows and uh mac os so i think those are pretty good uh picks for off the beaten yeah trail one free and one twenty dollars i'm sure that there goes on go. sales uh, oh my gosh yeah i should have mentioned that about mountain blade it's it goes on sale all the time for yeah. pretty darn cheap so so don't buy it at 20 yeah yeah don't buy it for the 20 dollars. although if you think that it's your kind of game it's totally worth 20 dollars. so yeah. don't feel bad if you do buy it for 20 bucks gotcha but like i said i got it in, in a humble bundle and um so i paid a dollar for it gotcha <laughs> I definitely got the dollar out of it nice. uh let's see historical low on green man gaming was a dollar 29 nice and that was january 2019 so the currently it's actually on a, a weird brand site for six dollars and twenty eight cents. So yeah. definitely keep your eye out for it. Nice, very nice. Well, sir, this was a long mm. show, but I, we packed a lot of good content in it. Uh, uh content. Yeah, <laughs> I look forward to <laughs> meeting back with you about our uh, run through with Path of Exile. I realized yes. that I had just. Uh, re-imaged my iMac, so now I have to go create a new partition for Windows again. Ooh, boy. <laughs> uh, so I can play this game. Um, I guess I could play it on my server, but it requires me to go play in the basement. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that does not sound fun. Um, but Depending yeah. Depending on the basement. What? Depending on the basement. Well, that's true. The, it, it's unfinished and cold. Very, very, very yeah, cold. No, that's, yeah, that sounds lame. <laughs> uh, so we'll have to talk about that in, uh, yeah. I guess the, right. I guess I'm done talking to you. Well, I'm done talking to you. You you have a good night, sir. You yeah, have you a too. good night. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.